The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We are three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. And we are back for part three of Jackass 2.5. And guess what? <clears throat> I'm excited. Uh, uh, great. Not about you the also... podcast. No, not about the podcast. What guess what I'm doing about? today what? or tomorrow? What are you doing today? Masturbating. Uh, this will actually be post, post recording. But okay. I'm going yeah, to see so right Steve-O's then, yeah. bucket list tour in Toronto. Oh, awesome. No fucking way, yeah. really? Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Steve-O and the crew are in Toronto, so you'll have to, on our next recording, uh, give us a little bit of an update on uh, on on how the show was. Well, you've seen Steve-O live before, right? I've seen him at his, like, like the tour he did in the uh, the Out on Bail tour when it was just a yeah. debaucherous show. What he does now is he, it's more of a stand-up comedy show mixed in with... Uh, Mixing with oh, a nice. multimedia thing. So he talks about these crazy things and ideas he's always wanted to do, writes them into a comedy bit, and then actually shows footage of these things that were too crazy to air on Jackass. So that's cool. I'm pretty fucking stoked on wow. it. Man. I can't wait to see it. Dude, I fucking love when, uh, you know, I guess Steve O's not a professional wrestler, but I was just going to say, like, people that we grew up with, because uh, Mick Foley, he did a similar thing where, you know, he's done wrestling. He's beyond his days for that, but he went and did stand up comedy and I went to go see him and he basically just like told a bunch of stories from the road and he was pretty fucking funny too. So dude, I bet that's going to be a fucking fantastic show. You have to let us know how it is, how it is. I will um, do. But Hey, here we are once again for Jackass 2.5 part three. Wow. I'm having so much fun with this. I don't want it to end. If we're lucky, if the if you know if everyone behaves themselves and fucking follows the rules around here, we might just get a part four too. Let's see what happens. You know what? I I don't know. I, we'll we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. But uh, I think I think we may be on a, a sprint to the finish. But uh, remains to be seen. Remains to be. We have a lot of questions we want to get to from uh, from some people in the Discord and some emails and stuff like that. Oh baby! But yeah. uh, so let's let's get started with the stunts and see where it takes us. Because when we left you off, if you remember. Uh, a dude with really long fingernails poured some beers into Steve-O's mouth down the train track that is the fingernails. Yes. So I figured it's only fitting, and I guess so did the director and, uh, you know, <laughs> post-producer on this thing. They figured, hey, one set of nails to another, why don't we? It's the bed of nails, and these things are fucking mean-looking, rusty bed of nails there in India. We've got Danger Aaron to take this one on reluctantly. I love that he does not want to do this, so Tremaine does the old... Well, you don't have to do it. Just at least come on over and look at it. Just come take yes, a look at yeah. it. So, of course, naturally, he comes over. And, oh, my God, guys, tetanus here in India. Are you kidding me? He does not want to do this. Well, it's funny because they start this off basically by saying, uh, you know, Jeff Tremaine wanted to throw everything at this one sketch in, in India. They wanted to have snakes and nails and carpets and music and dancing. And all, all the stereotypes. All the stereotypes in one. And no one would fucking arranged do it. marriages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ex well, Aaron. Yeah, uh, Rob himself already did it. It's already been done on Viva La Bam. Um, the the stating the facts, people. Yeah, hundred percent. No one on Jackass wanted to do it. They heard what the stunt was. They're like, not a fucking chance. I'm doing this. And then Jeff said, so obviously we went to Aaron. And there's two ways to read that, right? Like one of it can be one way to read it could be, well, Aaron is 
you know, he's he's like the last person to go to. He's like, he gets everyone's scraps, whatever. Or he's the toughest fucking guy who's willing to do mm-hmm. whatever anyone that's else what isn't. That's I got out of this. And that's, that, you know what? When I originally wa- was watching Jackass, I don't think I would have. But recontextualized with everything we know now, that's definitely how I read it. And yeah, there yeah. are moments in this one when, especially with Pontius, the way Pontius is treating Aaron, I'm like, yo, Chris pump the brakes a little bit this is a pretty big deal uh he's the only one who wanted to do it you could have got on the bed of nails and you didn't uh and and it's like you know have some respect he would have been sexy on the bed of nails he would have been great for it just <laughs> laying there in his party boy pose like yeah yeah it's kind of fitting no no it, actually yeah. i would have i i think i think you know especially pontius doesn't want to do too many of the stunts that are like guaranteed to hurt him uh and i think there would have been a way for pontius to be the one to do this you know, Chris, uh, speaking of the uh, getting Aaron to come over and just see the bed of nails first before deciding if he wants to do it. You know, actually, that's how I got your brother to have sex with me. I just told him, you know, hey, just at least come on over and take a look at it first. And? And it works. It, so oh, he realized it was today. small. It wouldn't hurt that bad. <laughs> and uh, he was perfectly gay. <laughs> but it was rusted and would give me tetanus. Exactly. Yeah. That's where I was going with that one. <laughs> a little bent, a little rusty, but hey. It'll be a fun time because you never know. You never know where it's going to end up. I mean, and uh, <laughs> I never knew where this was going to end up. Speaking of that, because, man, one wrong move here, especially when he's getting laid onto the bed of nails. And like one of those things could have went up his ass, could have went into it's a the, ball, could have punctured me. his spine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's dangerous. But I love that they're telling him, like, spread your weight. What don't you understand about this? And he's just like, I'm on a bed of nails. Fucking leave me alone. Yes. Um, and if it wasn't enough, did we mention the snakes this, yet? Yes. The snakes end up going on his chest afterwards. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cause here's the thing. When they're playing the Cobra flutes, they got a couple of gentlemen there who are playing the songs to, you know, tease the snakes to get them to rise up. He's laying there yelling. This is the definition of stress. The sounds, the groaning, the snakes, the anger, the proximity of the camera, even like millennials. If you're feeling stressed out about the fact that you're going nowhere <laughs> and will never be able to afford a house like your parents. Watch this. You'll be fine. It'll wash that all away. I've made I some similar you. sounds when I've I've seen my bank statements before. So I, I do. I can't kind of relate. But there haven't been snakes around. So you know what? All's, there's always something that, that worse that can be happening. I want to I wanna do a little bit of an experiment with you guys. I want to play a little game. Um, because one of the hardest I laughed in all of Jackass 2.5 was the cuts between Aaron saying he's, he's not going to do the stunt and eventually him doing the stunt. So who wants to play with me? Who wants to play this game with me? I'll play. Okay, Chris. Do we get to buzz in, or how does this work? No, I just need one person. I'm going to give you a line. You read the line, and then I'm going to say the next line that happens in the movie as soon as it would have happened in the movie. We're going to time it out just like it was in the cut, okay? So, Chris, you say, no fucking way, I ain't doing this, it's bullshit. No fucking way, I ain't doing this, this is bullshit. Okay, so so you got the line? You got it memorized? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, say it when you're ready. I'm going to count you in, okay? Three two one no fucking way i ain't doing this this is bullshit i'm aaron and this is the bed of nails with snakes no i was (laughs) saying that like i'm not playing part of your game no fucking way i ain't doing this this is bullshit oh i see i see i see you you, yeah well well it worked either way it worked either way because just like aaron you ended up taking part even though you didn't want to yeah kind of like when mikey and i had sex uh (laughs) now next we get to go visit the (laughs) next we get to go visit the (laughs) agori 
Well, ask you can ask Mikey about that later. Uh, next, we go visit the Agoris, a tribe from India that believes in enlightenment by throwing guys. themselves into all things bad. They steal dead bodies. Wait, they eat flesh. Wait, are we, all sorts are we of moving crazy past shit. the bed of nails already? Yeah, I kind of felt like you guys, oh, very you good. know, you polished it off. You want to talk about it some more? You, or, uh, are we not talking about the dynamic between Pontius and Aaron this whole time? Uh, okay, we can, we right, can dip in. You want to dip in? That that yeah. wasn't like, it, to me, it was kind of like that was that was in the beginning. But like, did no one else notice how, like how much animosity there was between the two of them? Even at the end of it, when Aaron... Uh, is getting up Pawnee's is like jesus christ like hurry up like what are you doing it was like (laughs) it it honestly made me uncomfortable the whole time it was uncomfortable because i I gotta be i'll be i'll be real as well beds of nails you know we used to do that at like the science center you know it was like you can stand on a bed of nails if there's enough of them but this was a different one these were so spread out and it must like did you see his back when he got off the bed of nails like how atrocious that was because yeah, he wasn't was spreading out his weight properly it's his fucking fault <laughs> it is his fault though yeah Connie's been there You're done right. that he's seen steve-o yeah. do it he's been there done that he's trying to move on you got to stop fucking victim blaming mikey i i don't know i think i think this one or victim sympathizing why wouldn't i sympathize with a victim because they need a little fucking <laughs> tough love okay. every once in a while all right let's move on let's move on maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong 100 all right the agories hey <laughs> They look really skittish around those dudes. They're trying to do the intro bit here. You know, the hi my name is, and they're constantly turning around and watching them in case they're going to come on biting again. So you never Dude, know. Dude, imagine how bad oh. these guys smell. That's all yeah. I can think about oh, I the can't. whole sketch. I would not want to go like Steve fucking within apartment. a mile of their tribe. Yeah. The- you know, one guy takes out a knife and starts slicing up his leg there, <sighs> and... He comes at Dave, who's there. Dave England is there, by the way, in the best <laughs> outfit ever. He might as well have been wearing his cardigan, too, because he had fit <laughs> yeah. no way in this, involved in this. But little do they know, he is the fucking, fucking shit master. He could have fit perfectly oh, in with them dude. if they just gave the fucking guy a chance. Oh, yeah. They look past they his fucking him, outfit. If they stopped trying to rub blood on him, yeah. yeah. He would have fucking, but they would have loved grab it. Him. They could have had his fucking grab him by the shirt right of his butthole if they wanted. <laughs> when they grab him by the shirt, though, that one guy's got him, and uh, he's he's like you know threatening Dave, and of course Dave is scared. He lets go of Dave though when Pontius calls him off, and immediately after Dave's like, "All right, yeah, yeah, we're back to everything's cool." <laughs> it's it's crazy because Steve and Pontius can like communicate yeah. with them. Yeah. In in these weird there's mm-hmm. one there's mm-hmm. one moment when Steve O legitimately becomes one of them. Like one guy's like bugging him and Steve O goes like and like gnashes at right. him. Yeah. He yells yeah. at the guy and the whole group like basically gives him a fucking crown. Like he becomes their king for a little Dude, bit. A that little is bit. So I did not think of it that way, and it's a hundred percent true. He he literally became one of them for a moment. Yeah, and and he we did. should he alpha mailed his way. He in there absolutely alpha mailed. We we should clarify as well in case the listener forgets the reason why these guys the the Agoris are the way they are, and this is the stunt that that Jeff Tremaine and everyone involved said was the ultimate failed bit because uh, they thought they could get something out of it and they didn't. The reason why these guys act the way that they do is because they think that by doing these crazy, gross defiling things that they get like closer to spirituality like that's what they think is is how they transcend like how i kind of felt that way when you and i uh fucked earlier and we and we went there and i uh, to be fair jay i felt like i did transcend a little bit i did or no sorry i dis- did you guys transcend at the same time i disassociated did you there was a little bit of a delay kind of like on this call uh, a couple <laughs> second delay but it was pretty close 
It's pretty close. Not gonna uh, lie. Who climaxed first? Oh, I didn't. Listen, I, he wouldn't let me. I'm kind of an asshole, but uh, <laughs> sorry, you were you were on to something there, Mikey. Please finish your thought. Uh, no, it was basically just to say that, like the the, the purpose of these, the, the reason why these guys are such are are such a, as as Jeff Tremaine lovingly says, really a handful. After they oh, they yeah. were described as eating people, <laughs> antiquing you with human ash, and Jeff Tremaine downplays it by saying, "Yeah, they're really a handful." Like his toddler just got into the Cheerios or something like that. Oh boy, those guys are wacky, aren't they? Yes, exactly. Honestly, fuck them. They fuck seem them? awful. Yeah. I don't want nothing to do with those fucking guys. Yeah. Man. The thing is, too, they pretty much killed the potential of having wild boys and jackass. Thanks, Agoris. Yeah. Yeah. The the they're, they're, That's the worst crime that they did, I think. Never mind the eating humans or antiquing people with human flesh. It's the fact yeah. that they prevented wild boys from being on jackass. Um, you guys want to mm-hmm. touch on Dave England's comment about drinking the best, piss? The, probably the best line. The best line amazing. of all time. That's yeah. the only good thing about this he sketch. He says, uh, drinking piss, at least put it in a snow cone first, and then we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys like... Not impressed. That, like, yes, that's a joke, and it's very funny. But do you guys realize what that means? What do you mean? No, obviously not. Okay. Enlighten us. I will enlighten you in ways other than slitting my (laughs) own thighs in front of you. I will. uh, They go to this remote village where people are known for doing the most depraved shit, acting a fool, doing the unthinkable. Dave England goes in there and realizes they're actually not as bad as the jackass crew. (laughs) 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 He's like, you know what? We've done that. Well, well, well said. (laughs) I did not read it that way. And that is fucking brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) They, they, you don't need that a quarter of what we did. You, if you do what we do, then we can start talking. It's like, man, eating human flesh is so basic. You gotta, you gotta have like a, like a get Bam to build a contraption, fucking shave it off like a fucking shawarma fucking exactly. thing, and fucking throw it into a pita. Then we can talk. Bam will write up a diagram. He'll fax it over to MTV. We'll get a budget in on it, and then we'll see how eating human flesh can actually be creative. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Chris, much much like I shot a forty millimeter grenade launcher into your brother earlier, this next one. <laughs> Uh, react impact radiated energy air cushion trajectile is basically just a yeah it's a grenade launcher for riot control and it shoots a really hard fucking bean at you um, was your bean bag as big as bams or as small as bams or as wide as bams i don't even know what to call that is that a bigger or a small thing i don't know man can dream that's all i know chris that's all i know they do it's, mine that. is nothing like that mine is longer and narrower. So I don't know if mine is big or small or somewhere in between, but it's nothing like Bams. I'll tell you that much. Listen, though. First prize for showing your dick on camera to compare against the 40 millimeter uh, projectile. You get to keep the radiated projectile. Go ahead and stuff that into your pocket. How are you guys moving past the fact that a split second after he sees this thing, Johnny Knoxville says, that's like Bam's dick. And he was 100% oh, right. I'm not. It was one-to-one. 100% if right. You, if, if you were like, you know the type of blindness that you have where you can kind of see the outlines of things, but you can't see them fully? Yeah. If you have that, you would not know which is which. Like, it, I, I thought that, that he was just making a dumb little joke, but when they put them side by no. side... Identical. It was actually identical. It was the. It, it, I laughed so fucking hard. If you got Jeff Tremaine to like, you know, he likes to paint fat people. If he liked yes. to paint penises, and he did his little fucking strip like yeah. that, and he painted them the same color, you wouldn't be able to tell which ones if it was behind a curtain. 
You wouldn't know which one's which. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> Wait, why don't they put that in a gun and see if they can shoot it out? That'd be kind of cool. So Preston is about to get shot with Bam's dick in the ass, right? Yes, now, basically. did you guys notice that we're doing this at a children's park because that's where you want a large grown man <laughs> at a 90 degree angle with 100%. his pants down? <laughs> it's like some like seedy motels fucking children's oh, yeah. park where they're doing this. Like, how the fuck did they get away with that? It does swell up nicely, though, after they hit him. Like, it's Oof. a pr- pretty big bruise right after impact. And then, like, the next day when they show that shot, it's like, you know, had a couple days to just really sink in. Yeah, it doesn't look like he'd be, you know, having a very good time sitting down anywhere for quite no. a while. And, so. Well, have you, when they showed, like, have you guys ever gotten into, like, chubby vagina porn by any chance? Oh, like, I mean, like the chubby ones? Minute, like, those Chris. big fat lips? I, I, because honestly. <laughs> If you took away the rest of the body <laughs> okay. and you zoomed in, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't know fucking Preston's fucking ass looked like a beautiful chubby <laughs> vagina. <laughs> and it really made me start having weird questions. Great <laughs> great adjective selection there. Beautiful. I don't know if I described yeah. it as beautiful, but every yeah, beauty looks different to everyone. Oh, so. if if you zoom no, no, but I'm saying if you zoomed in and you're used to that and you like that look, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's 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 fucking they couldn't make a regular one as nice as that. That's the fucking scary thing. Oh my god. That's uh no I did I mean I've always his ass is, is one of the most fascinating things to look at on this planet like it's just there's something about it it's that gooch at the bottom it's not even his ass it's where his legs kind of <laughs> I don't even know what it is go back and look yeah you it's yeah, it's like uh, you, there's a once you hit a certain weight threshold there's like extra body parts that you grow or get added <laughs> on that you otherwise don't. Their, their body's got like deliveries coming in like hey we got a we got another ass here for preston lacy and it's like oh, i don't know i, I don't ever just throw it on the bottom uh, I can't of my fit ass. It over here just fucking throw it <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> or like an incorrect delivery we got a chubby vagina for preston lacy preston's a dude's name oh i got it my boss says i gotta leave it here you gotta put it somewhere i heard lacy and uh, exactly. i figured it was <laughs> the fuck it we're shooting in like 20 minutes i got it i guess i gotta use it now yeah. Uh, listen, guys, this next one, Bam is not stoked on this situation. And y- you know what, boys? I'll tell you what. Whoever can say the line and sound the most like Bam Margera, and here's the line, alligators piss me off, gets to intro this next segment. Ready? Okay. Here we go. I'll start the charge and okay. see if we can do this. All right, ready? Alligators piss me off. How's JR- that? The alligators piss me off. Man, I'm terrible. Mikey, what do you got? What are you guys doing? I don't know, like a southern Cajun Bam Margaret Margera. Okay, Mikey, tell us tell us what this is. Okay, the the prize is I get to do your fucking job. Great. Love it. (laughs) Let's do this. Here we go. Uh it's uh this is the Cajun optical course. obstacle course. Um uh obviously T Niggs is there (laughs) from our last episode. He and obviously he has obviously what's his name again, Mikey? T Niggs. Stop doing that. We're going to get Obviously, canceled. he has an obstacle course in his backyard because he is the most redneck person I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, wh- I don't know. I don't know where he lives or. Wh- no, I'm I, so, I'm just going to interject this right okay. here because right. as a city slicker slash hunter slash country boy, I'm in the middle. I don't have an identity. They panned over to him. I, it, I don't know if it was that guy who I won't say his name or somebody else. He had a hat on. And I actually had to bring this out for this episode. It made me feel so proud. The ammo that I get from my fucking guns were on his fucking hat. Oh, my God. (laughs) You go back and look at this shit. My favorite ammo. And I'm like, fuck, I'm doing it right. (laughs) So you said he 
you did something the same as as this guy. Teen, his name is Teenix. Yeah. We can say his name. What are you guys doing? His name is Teenix. And you did- careful, Chris. <laughs> careful, your mustache is looking a little thinner by the minute. Here. <laughs> and and you did something that he did, and you were proud of that. Yeah, who fucking knows better than a fucking animal than a fucking Cajun redneck man? That's a good point. I know I'm using the right shot. I never, you know. I th- I think your your targets may be different than his, but um, yeah, I I, I don't I don't want to know what he's using them for. Again, I don't want to know how we got his nickname, but it's his name. We can say it. Um, the other okay, so here I'm going to walk you guys through this this uh, this obstacle course, which I fully Please believe do. exists in his backyard. They didn't build it. This is just this is. This is Wait, commonplace. Who's, who's backyard? Is this existing? <laughs> Sorry. I just want to clarify backyard. The audience. Okay, thank you. We can say it. It's a name. Um, who is he putting through that course, Mikey? That's a very good question, Chris. And what ammo is he using to coax them along? Winchester the same ammo you Super have, Chris. X, baby. Yeah, there you go. Um so there's uh the things they have to jump through here, alligators and barbed wire, which is crazy because the alligators actually are biting them uh oh, fuck yeah there's a fish yeah. wind machine i don't know what that was or why he uses it uh there's a race through hogs and then there's pro paintballers in there and my question is do they need did these paintballers need to be pro they're like four feet away i could have done that but these guys are like just fucking zeroing in they're doing that thing you know like when when you can tell a pro paintballers or a paintballers a pro paintballer because the, the way they hold the trigger they just like touch it like they're tickling it it's yeah because like, like they release a- the fucking trigger pressure that's how i do my rifle like you, you get that trigger pressure so fine that it's just like what sound does it make sorry i missed that you cut out there for a sec Chris, I'm not doing uh, that again. <laughs> <laughs> I dug myself a hole again already. I might as well have done the dueling banjos. <laughs> After the paintballs, uh, uh, they have to uh, drink from a spittoon, which is just, we don't need it. Don't do it. That's fucking disgusting. Chris, oh, what, spittoon. you okay, Chris? Oh, my God. It's just a spittoon. Everyone, There's just old yeah. guys oh, no, just, just coughing. Into- the idea of fucking drinking tobacco is fucking right up my alley. Yeah, I would fucking love fucking that shit, man. Fuck, you ever had some chew there? You ever fucking pack a dip, bud? Oh, god damn, dude. No. Everyone's like puking on each other. Fantastic. so it's disgusting. Yeah, because they don't know how to fucking losing. handle the chew like a fucking man. <laughs> you ain't getting me guys, here, boys. I fucking love tobacco. I'm a fucking redneck Everything <laughs> in this fucking obstacle course looks dirty and like a health hazard and just terrible in general. But that spittoon, I would... I would almost just put up with everything else if I would do it the obstacle course twice if I didn't have to do the fucking spittoon. That's a hundred percent nasty shit. Hundred percent. You know, that was Ugh, hard for dude. me to watch. And then I think we got to mention it because we've already kind of had Mikey. We had this earlier on in part two. I think we started bringing it up, but this is the <laughs> this is shitting on command. Now it's it's it is what it is. I have to ask you guys though. We know that Dave England can shit on command. This wasn't Dave that did the liquid diarrhea super soaker, was yes, it? Because th- this is like a straight shot. Was it yeah, Dave? 100%. I thought it was someone else. I, sw- I swear it was someone else, but maybe it was Dave. But he just runs in because everybody's fallen over. The table gets broken, right? And then someone just liquid diarrhea is on that table, and it's like a green stream. It's like the ooze that turned the turtles into the Teenage <laughs> Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, remember yes. how they did the thing with like Matt Hoffman? Was it Matt Hoffman where they kind of segued his part into the next part? Exactly. This is what yeah, they yeah. did with the liquid diarrhea shot. 
Hundred percent. It's so out of left field, though. Like he just runs in, stops, shits a stream, and runs oh, away. It, it was like a drive-by. Oh, or it was a professional pooer at his at work. It, it was it was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Regardless of of the reasoning for it, it was so impressive. I didn't. I Jay, you mentioned like we know that he can shit on command. I didn't know he could do that. Oh, I didn't did? know he could do that no, until a, that moment. Well, he, it's funny. He, he's a professional. Well, we'll get into this in the next segment. But this is a pretty good segue okay. if there's ever one. Here's the thing that's gonna fuck your mind though. Did he just have to shit at that moment, or did he decide, hey man, it'd be real great if I shit on that table right now. Well, that that would he be, just runs well, in. No, Jay, like, that's the funny. dumbest thing you've ever said. The, the, no. If you have to shit, you're not shitting on command. Shitting on command is only impressive if you can do it whenever you want. Otherwise, I shit on command every morning after my coffee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe the, maybe the dead fish fan got him all riled up. He's like, oh, I got to hold this. If you asked, if you asked him, if you asked him yeah. though to to do the same thing with a pee burst, he couldn't do it. He's like, I don't understand peeing on command. That shit's hard. But pooping on yeah. command, that's a different fucking animal. So does he just conjure this up? Is he like a wizard? Like yes. a shit wizard? Yes, he's a he professional just, pooer. Just, like he could be on a, on a five-day fast and he can just produce, is what you're telling me. I don't know. I mean, if you ask a professional athlete to perform when they haven't eaten for a while, it's a different story. <laughs> like if you didn't give them the proper creatine and their things, the body lifters, they can't do their stuff. But, you know, obviously as a professional pooer, he takes his life seriously. So he's a professional pooing diet. Maybe he eats a lot of fiber. I don't know. Maybe he has a lot of pickled onions. Who the fuck knows? But whatever he's doing allows him to be the professional that he is. So you're telling me that if Michael Jordan didn't come and, and shit center court back in 96, they might have not have been the champions that year. Uh, he did a lot of shit on the court. I don't think any of it was his. Actually, some of it was pretty nasty. Just not on the- command. He, he, I was trying to make like a basketball shit metaphor, but like something to do with, you know, doing a swish or like a, a three-pointer. I don't know. There's got to be something there. Someone, someone. Uh, well, Jay, you know, uh, to keep the basketball metaphor alive, that one was an air ball. <laughs> hey, yeah. Get that garbage out of here. Get that garbage out of here. We're moving on. I'm done with this shit because I want to talk about the old guys now for a bit. Spike Jones is the little wait, old wait, 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 wait. You got to let me say what? my piece on on this on on Dave oh, England on Dave England because because there please. is like this goes straight from the him shitting on the table to all the conversation about the fact that he can shit on command, which was fascinating to me. The only thing I want to say about this is this interview that Dave England gives is the best interview I've seen him give since urban kayaking. I've brought up urban kayaking so many times on this podcast since we saw it. The reason I say it is he's talking about it kind of like Chris was there, you know, saying like, well, you know, he's a professional and he's got taking it so seriously. He's like, you know, I don't know if, uh, how many other people can do it, but I've gotten pretty good at it. I've trained pretty hard. Maybe I'll take it on the road. And, you know, he's like, he's, he's making it his own like fucking X games thing. Mm-hmm. And that reminded me so much of urban kayaking. I had to say that's that. a great connection. I didn't put those yeah. two, two together, but I was embodying his, yes. his, his essence in that. And that's exactly what it was. And that's why I think I, I took to it so much because like you said, that was one of the greatest interviews ever. And that's one of our favorite sketches ever when he's doing that. So yeah, I had to bring it up yeah. because I, I constantly ask for it and I would be so upset if I'd let this go without saying, Hey, we got it. Thanks, Dave. I owe you one. 
boys, please, we we got to stop talking about this. I can't take it anymore. I got a case of the vapors. Oh, boy. The vapors. Oh, mercy. Spike Jones is the little old lady. He says he felt vulnerable as the old lady because people were looking at his sun-dried tomatoes. Or, sorry, her sun-dried tomatoes. Uh, Knoxville likes it, though, because people don't recognize him anymore. I'm not sure if that's the case now that he's done it so many times. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. Still got a little bit of that staying power. But regardless, guys... This is the test drive. This sketch right here is a hidden cam sketch. We're getting into the car with Irving and, oh, poor Daniel. Daniel's the guy, he's the salesman at the used car lot. Why'd you get in that car, Daniel? This is just a bad idea. Red flags everywhere. He hits a homeless guy's cart coming around the corner. Now, we know as the viewer that the homeless guy is in on the joke, but Poor old Daniel doesn't know this shit. So when Irving steps off quietly to abandon Daniel at the crash site, I thought that was the funniest fucking thing. He's just tiptoeing out of there like a cartoon villain. It's great. I, man, I, I don't know. I, I did not like this one. This one was like, it was such a miss that I don't, maybe they just didn't have a lot of B-roll for Irving Zisman. So they, they put this one in it. But this one yeah. was like, I thought that the interactions between the the homeless guy or, or the, the who is the actor and Irving, they couldn't get like a proper argument going. Him no, running away was like, yeah. okay, that's that's kind of cool. But you don't get to see the moment where Daniel notices that he's that he's gone. And, and it's just kind of like he walks away and then the stunts over. I was like, man, that was really lame. I, like I, that, that was a big miss to me. It's, it's funny because it must have been a big miss because. I don't really like remember much of it because. The second that that shopping cart hit his car, I just thought of Mikey's traumatic story where a homeless guy <laughs> rolled a shopping cart and damaged his car. <laughs> and Mikey fucking has, oh Mikey has the fucking oh nerve no. to go to this guy after. He's Mikey's in a Tim Hortons. A homeless guy smashes his car with a cart. And Mikey comes outside and goes, do you have insurance? <laughs> the guy's like, no, I'm fucking homeless. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> like, you see, it's like a professional like, accident. That would have been great like, if you did, And he goes, though. what do you say? Like, he's like, he's like, well, where do I, do you have a phone? No. Where do I find you? He's like, well, I usually hang out behind the Walmart. <laughs> Yeah, he was, he was like, I was in the Tim Hortons and I, I, I was with, I was with a, a, a lady and I saw her eyes just like, I followed them. They darted across and then she looked at me like stunned. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? She's like, someone just hit your car. And I looked around. I was expecting to see another car had hit my car, but it was like, it was like my car got, got rear ended by a bed, bath and beyond. Like there were pillows everywhere and fucking oh, blankets. <laughs> and when I, go out, I go out to see the guy. Chris is absolutely right. I say, I, I'm talking to him. I'm like, I, I don't know. I've never, no one's ever damaged my car. I was, I was first year university at this point. I didn't know what to you do. Think you'd have a fucking was, better education than ask that question. <laughs> Well, I was like, I was like, I don't know. Do you have insurance? And he says, I don't even have a house. <laughs> that was his answer, dude. I can't blame the guy though. Like shopping cart insurance has just gotten ridiculous, especially ever since CKY. Fucking, they threw that day jack yeah, that shit up the shopping cart insurance through the roof. They fucking ruined it for everybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's not a lot more to say about this one. I agree with you, Mikey. The interaction is kind of where it falls off. Unfortunately, yes. they could have did better, but I do love the tiptoeing away and just fuck you, Daniel. You're on your own, buddy. Uh, next up, though, we do get some more Irving antics. This is the deconstruction site. This was an idea that Knoxville had where he would go on to job sites and just fuck around, you know, break the drywall, you know, fuck shit up, basically. But he decided to go when they were, everybody was on a lunch break, so this doesn't really work too well. He starts pissing everywhere, I don't know, presumably to mark his territory, <laughs> I guess. 
Um, this does get the attention of the workers on break, but I love, and Mikey, you might have noticed this. Did you get the audio cue when he's pissing? He growls at one point like a lion would. Yes, he does. It is guttural. It's, I just feel like he's he's mimicking the the poor prostate that someone of his age would probably have. Pissing is is no longer as pleasurable as it as it is for us. Uh, uh, at, at our at our young and spry ages, um, this this was another one. You know, again, maybe they didn't have a ton of B roll for for Irving Zisman, but this was one where I'm like, you know, like I said last episode, the first part of Jackass 2.5 is good because it's telling you that there were stunts that were so good but couldn't be in the movie for a specific reason whether the reaction was too real uh whether the person was too confident whether it was too absurd like like the 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 butt beat ass guys <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> this the this these last couple like later in in Jackass two point five you get ones that are just not in the movie because they're not good enough to be in the movie and then I'm like I get that the story as they were on break isn't that funny uh but then the stunt isn't funny so I don't really need to see it the only reason I liked seeing it is because as they carry him out they find the fucking camera on him camera and and the and the microphone and they're like what the fuck is this. <laughs> But then you don't get that further interaction. They they cut it yeah, off right there. I'm like, that off. would have been the thing you show, and they they stop it before you actually get it. Yeah, the only good yeah. part of that was when they're in the, with the comedian in the end, and he's just giving them shit. And he's like, "You guys fucking it's like your first day of shooting." He's like, "This is going straight to the DVD." You know, right? Oh, Jeffrey Ross. Jeff Ross, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got it real quick, though, on the old man thing, when he's on the concrete there outside and they find the camera, I love it when he's calling them all big men. He's like, oh, big man, <laughs> big man, like just <laughs> trying to get everyone in, in the pub, general public's attention. It's just uh, he's, to be fair, so like he's trying to rile everyone up. And these yeah. guys just had their construction site deconstructed and pissed all over. They're pretty fucking patient with this dude. Mm -hmm. And now he's antagonizing them. I'm like, you know what? I feel like I feel like a Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber like you know a lot of people say that old old people can't be trusted and they're senile and this and that it's like you know a lot of people say that construction workers are brash and sexist and, and this and that nope turns out they're not all that bad <laughs> and uh, yeah as Chris just said uh, shout out to Je shout out to Jeff Ross he is a he's a funny guy it was I was surprised to see him hanging out with him I didn't expect like this was his type of thing but it makes sense once you see him interacting with them and some of the jokes he's telling like the you know, shooting a movie like a pickup basketball game, yeah. all that stuff. It's pretty good. Um, next, we get a quick little but, but shot. But Jeff Ross, of, is he, what he forgets is he's talking to fucking Spike Jones, an eventual Academy Award winner. Like, shut your mouth, right. Jeff Ross. Uh, uh, you're the comedian <laughs> that everyone said that that is never going to make it fully because all you do is make fun of other comedians. Like, know your role, buddy. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's I always like when we saw Brad Pitt, for example, it's always strange to find like who these guys end up hanging out with and the connections they make in the industry. And it's sometimes it's the strangest fucking people. Yeah. Like you never, like never would have thought I never would, would have thought Shaq would be dry humping wee man on a basketball court, yes. but there is footage of that. So, um, coming up next, we have this short little interstitial of bam. He's like wrapped up in bubble wrap. They might've been right in the middle of something and he doesn't have use of his arms. So he just kind of like all wrapped they, in bubble wrap. They squats, might have they, been in the middle of something. I think they Why were else in the would he have up. bubble wrap on him? <laughs> he he might have tried to dress to himself that, that day. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Gloran, a.k.a. Jen, wasn't there to yeah, help yeah, him. Yeah, he yeah. just didn't know what the fuck he was doing. But listen, he's all wrapped in the bubble wrap, and he squats down. They hold a cup underneath, and uh, just like a girl would. A nice little, nice little squirt. And he's got good aim, I got to say. He squatted <laughs> and pissed right into that cup. It was impressive. Yeah. 
and then he gets it thrown on him. So by Matt Hoffman. You know, by Matt Hoffman. That was Matt Hoffman. I didn't realize that. <laughs> that was Matt Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Matt Hoffman, how about the mini motorcycle mayhem featuring? Matt oh, this Hoffman? is what you were talking this about. Is the, this okay. is what I was talking gotcha, about. Yeah, gotcha. Fucking love this. I wish this was featured in the movie because the grocery store like they're just gonna bust in on these mini bikes yeah they probably talked to the management before i can only assume but it's still great you know those fucking floors when they're taking those those drifts around the corners they squeal man and they're leaving fucking skid marks everywhere you're seeing dudes butt cracks because if you've ever ridden a mini bike well uh you know they're not ergonomically uh mikey rode one apparently with you the other day Good one. Wrote a mini There's bike something in. right at the yeah. end here, though, guys, which is an iconic moment. And was this not in the film? Am I? It was in the credits. It this? was in the credits. Okay, this is the collision with Danger Aaron, and I don't know who, but they they D- Dave England head to head. Mm-hmm. Dave England. Okay, smash the bikes, and he looks at the camera. He's got a gap in his tooth, and he says, "You knocked out my tooth again." How many I, times? I swear. Yeah, he's got the worst luck. How many times in the existence... uh, This is an honest question for you guys. How many times in the history of the Earth has anyone ever said, you knocked out my tooth again? Like, legitimately. Anybody that's ever fought Mike Tyson twice? But would they have said that to him? No, I know. I was just trying to be cool. Then it would have been a third time, yeah. Yeah, that would have been a third and a fourth time, yeah. No, like, legitimately, how many times in in the history of human existence has that sentence ever been said? Basically never. Honestly, we witnessed history, my friends. And it's a great moment, again. too. Again, is again, the key part. Again, that's it, right? You knocked out my this, tooth. That's maybe common. you might knock out your same tooth twice, but the same person. That's it. You got a bad right? friend if that's happening. You've got, you've got a bad <laughs> you gotta, friend. You got to change your friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is a profound moment, though, guys. I feel like this is a profound moment, but maybe not as profound as the miracle of childbirth mm. and this was the day that we man was born Dress me up that. as a baby Never mind. brush me with tomato sauce chris oh my god got? chris what just happened to you the what what just happened to you what do you mean i feel so sad you were like we would just never mind you just gave up on whatever bit you were no, about i was to just gonna to wait up. wait for my line until they got more into the scene oh it sounded you just sounded like so you, you gave up one. on your bit and you were so sad about it no, it's not that I gave up. I just wanted better timing, and now it's oh, okay. just kind of fucked, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Now the timing is definitely fucked, yes. Uh, would you like me to talk about the big lady, or would you like to get your bit Speaking about a fat okay, pussy. There <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Uh, apparently, Wee Man could not breathe, and, well, yeah, do you, she's Do you think big. on her butt, it, there's, like, something that looks like Preston's dick? <laughs> so they got the attachments mixed up the address is yeah i got you okay <laughs> she looked happy though so uh she fucking smiling. used him as a dildo we man is is like about the size of a dildo for her. oh my god just put a little fucking con like a sa- sailor's hat is like the condom and just try and roll it down. <laughs> you know, like one of those like fucking Jack Steve Zeus. It's not coming down enough. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's anything better that we can say about this. Honestly, we got. Would you? Is there? Is there anything appealing to you guys about like maybe the comfort of just being like blanketed, laid on by someone like that? Yeah, the comfort. Like to me, it's like comfort. You're hungover. 
it's cold wit cold no. winter night. Chris, no. No, cold winter I'm night. And yeah, I'm with you. You know those times when you're just your blanket's just not good enough and you know, you're, 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 you you drank the night before so you got the booze blues and you just uh you just want you just want to feel the embrace, the warm embrace of, you know, something. And you, you just get enveloped by Comfort is what it looks like. Oh, it's kind of like that time when I smoked weed and I went onto the fucking airplane and I was so fucking high. And I was like, please don't give me a middle seat. Please don't give me a middle seat. I look at my middle seat and it was two (laughs) fucking fat ass fucking chicks. And I'm right in the middle. And I was like, this is going to be fucking brutal. I was flying to Calgary. And when I sat down there, they're like comfort it was like a fucking a body pillow on both sides and i was yeah. so stoned and was so warm and comfortable it was the best flight of my life you That's were essentially amazing. flying f- first class that uh, yeah yes, i had fucking basically. like memory foam pillows fucking comforting my whole fucking body it was fantastic <laughs> hey look i can see my face yeah um yeah this next one though guys the poof Oh, the poof is, the back. Poof is back. Oh my I didn't expect this. This uh this made my day, uh-huh. boys. We got baby bent over daddy's knee, Knoxville and Wee Man. He's still in the baby costume. Give that boy a little powder. I'm afraid I might shit, says Wee Man. And uh, I love Johnny's he's laughing out loud. His reaction is no, that's not the goal. <laughs> it is not the goal, but boy does it happen anyway. I was hoping to see another one of those Irving Zisman clouds, like, you know, the best jackass stunts of all time, according <laughs> to me. But uh, I was surprised to see two things here, boys, and you might agree with me. One, there was indeed a little shit, a little cling, um, uh, a loaf clinging to the butt cheeks of Wee Man. But number two, when they panned around the room, the whole crew is in diapers? Yeah, what was that about? That was so funny. That was the funniest part about... I mean, no, definitely not the funniest part about the sketch, but that added, as an added bonus, everyone being in diapers, except for Johnny Knoxville. Well, He's the weird No, one. that makes... It's logical. They've been trying to get this fucking fart poof, and they cue it up by saying, we always wanted to do the poof, but nobody could fart on time. So... Right. In essence, the the bit was that they would be on Johnny Knoxville's knees and he would give them the poof. So that's why they wanted every fucking right. gun ablazing. Oh, just in they case wanted every gun locked and loaded, fart. right? Oh, I get gotcha. that. Mm-hmm. Now oh, it makes sense. Fuck, that's that's actually really smart of them. No, smart of me to figure that out, man. <laughs> Fair, yeah, okay, yeah. That, that makes sense. That's smart so of everyone. What if, we, what if we tried the art of forced air? <laughs> Maybe that would produce a better result. Mike Judge, hey, you want to be in the movie? Not Nothing related to this. Just wondering if you'd like to be in the movie. Yes, Mike Judge would love to be in the movie. I love when Pontius says uh, he made some, like, uh, King of the Hill. <laughs> he like Pontius so doesn't really know. He's one of the greatest uh, ever, in my opinion. Mike yeah. Judge? King of the Hill, I oh, think, great. is yeah. one of the greatest shows that's ever been created, honestly. Especially animated it's shows. It's like show. South Park and that. If it was South Park and then that to me. Uh, and then Simpsons, honestly. But um, mm, I know, I know that sounds yikes. crazy, but yeah. Simpsons, yeah. yeah, but not anymore. Not anymore, unfortunately. And yeah. at, at the time, you know, for a while, Simpsons was king. But it, it just, to me, King of the Hill, I watched that again recently from beginning, and it was just like, this is so much better than I ever remembered it being. Simpsons is always amazing. Yeah. It's just too much to consume. It covered too many areas. King of the Hill was like direct and to the mm-hmm. point, you know, that's that was my thought, but. Anyways, we're talking about Jackass, not King of the Hill or Cable Guy, but... No, actually, for the last 10 minutes, we've been talking about King of the Hill, uh, not Jackass. <laughs> yeah, you blacked out for you a little while out. in the middle there. Your right? eyes rolled back in your head, and you just started You started speaking. I went Rain uh, Man again. 
You went rain man. Yeah. And I'm still said, envisioning oh, a nice blanket. Uh, what? <laughs> Oh, the, the, the blanket, yeah, the memory foam. I got mm-hmm. you. Look, he he had the honor though. Mike Judge did of pumping fireplace bellows up a man's bum. So here we go. This is the butt bellows and uh, draw some grass reeds to see who gets the shortest one, and that person has to get it up the butt. Preston wins. Uh, wins. I don't know if that's the right term, but he's being selected. Bent over the couch cushion. Here we go. I love how Pontius asks permission to spread him. He's a very conscious, aware fellow, is he not? This is this is coming back to what I said uh, in in the butt beat ass kite sketch, where like he's the guy who's willing to go in there regardless of the body parts. He's like, let's do it. I'll be the one to do it. And it kind of recontextualizes Jackass Forever when he's doing the 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 dick puppet, like he's got the penis puppet going through like the giant monster and johnny knoxville has to help out his balls like hold his balls Mm -hmm. up and he's like hey pontius this is me okay i'm gonna like finally pontius this is like coming full circle for him he's like finally someone's caring for my genitals i care for everyone's genitals and now johnny has the courtesy to care for mine it was very sweet it was very sweet he finally got what was coming to him well did he notice there was a part of the scene that most would consider the major com- contributor to one of the greatest moments in pop music history. When he's trying to get it in, Johnny says, to the left, to the left. Oh, yes. And and that's exactly where uh, Beyonce ended up getting the line for that famous song. That is. Yeah. And the line, the line, you're right, Chris, because I read this was on B, uh, MTV's Beyond the Music. Uh, exactly. Behind the music. Pop, it was, pop music uh, it video was, was had the pop up, too. Uh, pop-up video yeah it was oh. supposed to be to the left to the left everything i've blown in a fart to the left yeah that is that is exactly that's what it was it. supposed to be but she she had to obviously you know she changed it a little bit yeah uh, i mean that's this culture vulture is like beyonce yeah. and whatnot but yeah i mean this was where that song came from if anybody that's wanted to know from. and this might be the one of the biggest moments in pop culture history pop, and, pop and, music and history yeah and speaking of pops we're gonna get one coming out of preston's button just a little bit mm. too here but it does go back in first. The fart does. Yes. He tried, and it went back in. <laughs> Guys, I feel like I've become really good at that after years of sitting by girls I liked in high school. How about you guys? Did you rip them and admit to them, or were you more of like the, uh, you know, were you, were you uh, containing those for a later, later I I won't fart in, in front of uh, anyone but my family. And, and I not- fucking probably ruined every relationship <laughs> I had because <laughs> I fucking love it. I find it so funny. Like, by ex she'd just be like stop doing that like do you ever want me to lick your asshole again and i'm like yes but farts are so fucking funny what do you want from me like it's funny to me i don't understand how someone can't find a fart funny i'm like you you fucking fart i I fucking laugh man i find it hilarious you can fart did you ever do it while she was licking your ass no you should have i should well i had the chance i guess right well chris uh, and this works on a couple levels hindsight's a bitch She's got the side. Oh of my your, goodness! Right? But dang. Your butt is the yes. Hindsight, yes. That yes, please. Fuck you, Mikey, you're too goddamn good. Why do I say that at least once an episode? Like you just blow me away with your wittiness. Just like Preston so, blows uh, away Steve-O. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. There we go again. Well, Steve-O, he's blowing into a straw into Preston's butt, right, to get some ec- extra bonus air in there. And then what? I don't know. What do you think was going to happen? He farts on him, and we do get a little puff here. So there you go. I wasn't left hanging. I got my puff, and uh, I'm sent home packing happy here. But uh, I love when Preston says, I wanted to work with Mike Judge my whole life. (laughs) 
There's your opportunity, my friend. Yeah, Never they say, imagined it'd they be say don't way. meet your heroes. I think we should amend that to uh, don't meet your heroes and let them blow air in your asshole because that would just you're never getting cast by that. Guy or don't that. meet your heroes and let them blow hot smoke in your ass. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you, know you should metaphor. blow hot smoke in their ass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what, guys? What I really liked about this was when it finally happened. And I've been trying to figure out. Was this pre or post the natural fart poof? Because mm. this had to be some, this is somewhere around. This is obviously something they really committed to. This yes. is also the last finale of the fucking 2.5. When is. this fucking finally happens, if you, if you didn't show the fart poof and you showed that celebration, you think people would have won the fucking, the world cup. It was the celebration <laughs> of everybody in that room and the happiness because they must have put so much work into this. I can't get over the fact that everybody in the entire room had the biggest celebration I've ever seen because the fart went poof. And yes. I love the fucking simple sentiment of that. It's great. It was so funny. And and it I think the only reason I bet you the poof, the 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 um the Knoxville poof, the one that you get in Jackass 2, I think that probably happened first, but the whole crew wasn't there and they wanted it to be a production. They didn't want it to just be a sneaky one. Uh, uh, while someone was sleeping on a couch, I and I think that's why everyone was so into it. True to See? me. Do you guys need any more evidence why this is the number one jackass sketch of all time? <laughs> I mean, you just said it yourselves. I, I, I don't uh, hate on it, man. The fart goes poof. That's one of my happiest things I've best. ever seen, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have nothing more to say. I'm I'm happy. You guys want to <laughs> go to the outro? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, here's the big outro. Rifles at the ready. We got the American flag in the background. We're ready for the send-off here. We knew the time would come. I'm a little sad that we're at the end of it, but I guess we get a little bit of a swerve here. I didn't see this coming, but um, Knoxville's doing a bit of a monologue here, and he says, one day our kids are going to ask, Grandpa, what did you do in the great jackass number two? All right, you sons of bitches. Time to hit the showers. And then out of nowhere, the lights go down. We get the gay pride flag in the background and everybody gets naked, jumps around in a pile of balloons. And uh, back then it was not just the pride fag- flag. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, you can't get rid of that. Shit. I already said it. Hey, man, you do a podcast. Words are fucking hard. I've been speaking for like two hours straight. It's bound to happen. Eventually. But hey, <laughs> it was called Jesus the Christ. Christ. It's not a Jesus Christ. That was fully forgivable, but just perfect timing. It's the one oh, way you can actually see better. that and laugh that is, about it. That is fucking... Uh, if you plan that, Jay, like I think you did, because I know you're sadistic and you're a homophobe. <laughs> but if you didn't plan sentence, that... Yeah. yeah. That was the sentence to do that on. For sure. <laughs> Oh, I believe man. back then they just referred to that as the gay pride flag, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So, you know, <laughs> give me a break. Uh, everybody gets naked, jumps around, and there's balloons, and it gets uh, it gets pretty sexual. And uh, <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> that's it. This one was like, like I, I mentioned, I didn't like the uh, the intro, like the mimicking Patton and having it all be scripted and and whatever. That didn't work for me at the beginning. It didn't work that they went off on it to bookend Jackass 2.5 with, you know, doing it in front of the flag. And I got to say, you know, we forgive a lot of uh, that Jackass does because it was just a different time and in a different era. This was just this is just such a fucking miss. This is just flat out bad. Did you did you find it offensive when you cover the American flag with the pride flag? Like to me, did you just do that too, Chris? Did I? He did that. I think you just did it too. Come on. (laughs) 
No way that you slipped up. There's no way that that happened twice in a row. Come on. <laughs> Did that just happen? I'll have to see. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who did I start a podcast with? Somebody get me a fat lady. I want to disappear. Yeah, me too. Please, I'm getting red. Um. Uh. uh yeah. No. I think. I think this was just. I'll, I'll find out. Say. Talk seriously, right now. <laughs> I don't know. He is though. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone. Always the professional. Yeah, everyone yeah, went sorry. quiet. I'm. I'm gonna. I'll go out on on saying that. And I'm. This isn't me playing it. This isn't clout chasing. This isn't whatever the fuck people would accuse you of for trying to say. Uh, the quote-unquote right thing. I, I think this ending is just in poor taste, and I think it's aged absolutely terribly. The whole it joke is, yeah. of, uh, like, set up the intro, set up the conclusion, and the joke of all of that, the thread they tie, is just to pretend to be gay. Like, it's like, ugh, I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, like, it it's lazy. lazy too. It's lazy. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Dude, don't love it. you talked to Preston Lacey. He was up in upward 69 over somebody trying to push their butt, his butt in their face. That's not fucking lazy. He was putting in some work, dog. He was he was <laughs> carrying the show. I mean, we can all agree on that. But, yes. You know. And fucking did you see um, Pontius? <laughs> Anyways, it was good. I, I thought it was funny, man. I ain't gonna lie. I, 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 I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Um, well, that's it. That's, that's it. That's it, guys. And we get the credits, and of course, it wouldn't be a jackass movie without some, you know, outtakes and things in the credits. I love that they're yelling at Cossack to film the poo! Film the poo, Cossack, the poo! And he's holding back vomit, as he does. Uh, we get Steve-O wiping his ass on the grass like a dog. I don't know, that's just funny to me for some reason. <laughs> more more of your uh, favorite, the meatball slingshot. That's a, that's a good one. The meatball slingshot. And yep, more and more appearance. Jeff painting the big guy, you know? Jeff loves painting the big boy. He does, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> He just fucking loves it. Um, and uh, Chris Pontius sings us another song, too. Yes. Here. I could when watch Pontius sing songs all day long. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. When the day is done, when the sun goes down, when the children fry, when the mothers frown, when the blood is spilled, when, when the knives are drawn, when the blood is spilled, and your body shakes, and your bones will chill, you see a ghost. My God, I've seen a ghost. Yeah. It's for the kids. What what song do you have down? No sweat, it's just a ghost. (laughs) And I, I swear this was already a song, and it might be. I have to look it up, but the lyrics are when the day is gone, when the sun... Or what, what is it? When the sun goes away, when the children cry and the mothers frown, something like that. But he's singing. And just the thing that's most important is the end line where he says, uh, and then you see a ghost and it's just Pontius being silly. Put the fucking song and I'm not going to sing it. He's so silly. He's so silly. I, I love it. Um, I, I always get like a little sentimental when the credits are rolling too. It just mm-hmm. always makes yeah. me like, oh man, it's fucking, especially in the context of us having this podcast and knowing that we've just revisited with all of our, our focus this thing and it's over now it's always like oh man like i just fucking love when we get the privilege of doing a mainline jackass something on this podcast you know i don't mind doing the viva la bams i love doing the viva la bams i love doing the cribs i love doing those offshoot things but man it feels great to do a fucking mainline movie like this yeah you know i was just thinking because mikey's talking about all sentimental watching the credits you know, after we watched the movie on his birthday, he was kind of in that mode, and he said, mm-hmm. "Chris, 
let's get the jackass skull and bone tattoos. And I'm like, absolutely, Mikey. And since then, I think he's been kind of backing up. So I feel like if we get a certain amount of likes, Jay, you could set the number okay. one, two, three, or four likes on this post. <laughs> Mikey has to get the Too tattoo high. with me because I already, I'm 100% in. What do you guys think? If we, if we could, we'll, we'll make a post about it later. Mikey? I'll I'll push the the odds in your favor. We'll we'll play like a uh, it's roulette here, and instead of going on red or black, I'm gonna pick one of the very specific spaces on the board. Uh-huh. Joey Greco, if you're out there, if you like this, <laughs> just send us anything. Just reference the tattoos on any of our social media at Jackass Pod, and I think that's all the validation yeah, we might. Like need. you will have to get it. Uh, one I'm day maybe on you, we'll actually Joey. set a barometer and do it. Uh, but, but I will, I will have to make like a high standard cause I want to get it because the podcast likes, has reached a likes. certain point. No, we'll, we'll figure something out. Okay. I'm thinking about number of downloads on an episode or something like that, you know, breaking our record or something along those lines. Cause those numbers got pretty fucking high, especially around Jackass forever. So, uh, uh, if we can keep up there and maybe double them, how about that? If we can double our numbers, who knows? We'll see. We'll put something together for you. Joey Greco, the savior, the exactly. savior, the savior, he is, he is. uh, do you guys want to go into our MVPs, LVPs? Okay. Yeah. Uh, this uh, is the whole thing of our segment. This is segment. A, let's let's do the whole no. movie. Let's no. do the whole thing. I like doing the whole thing in the, the last two one. parts. Doesn't mm-hmm. that feel like oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Jay, you uh, do you want to start us off because we we started off the other ones? Well, it's fucking harder now. God damn it! <laughs> um, <sighs> give me a sack here. Do, do you have one fired up? If you do, go. If not, I will. I will figure it out real quick. Um. <sighs> I know who I'm going with. Nobody does. Who are you going with? Okay, Chris, you go. I'm going with Preston. This nice, is really? a fucking standalone. He, he had his moments. He fucking made the fart go poof. He also had the King Kong moment. He had the bander back with Bam. I liked him for the first segment. He wasn't as, in as much of the rest, but he got fucking Mike Judge to blow a fucking fireplace fucking <laughs> poker or whatever that thing that fucking thing's called up his asshole. What more can he ask for? Preston Lacey, we've seen some of the best. We've seen some of his best emotions, his happiest. We get to see that vibe that he's vibing with. And you know what? Fucking he's my MVP of the episode. Nice. I like that. I like that. Or the movie. Um, okay. I will. Uh, man, mine's tough because uh, I. You know what? I'm not going to give it to Bam, but I kind of wanted to just because of how prevalent he is in the early goings of this. But he kind of tapers off towards the end of the movie. Instead, I'm going to go with Danger Aaron, I think. Um, All he does is what people ask him to do. The fact that some of the stunts don't quite work out is not his fault. Um, you know, he does the, the stunt in India. He does the dizzy boxing. He gets his fucking tooth knocked out. Uh, he's just there and he's game for absolutely everything. Just like he was in Jackass forever. It's just that those stunts didn't play the same way that they played in forever. Uh, uh, but I think he deserves as much credit or, you know, a close to as much credit. Danger Aaron's going to be my MVP. Nice. Yeah, I could see that. And man, the, the reason this was so hard for my MVP guys, cause like Chris, I'm with you. I like I understand the Preston thing. I'm not going to pick him for this one, but I understand it. And he was in the running for me because he really does have a showing here, but I felt that way with Bam too. Like I really like seeing Bam kind of what I would consider to be in his prime here. Like he's Mm -hmm. really coming into the Bam that we all know and love. And yeah, he's, he's drinking a little and you can tell, but I mean like, it's not a problem at this point. We talked about this, I think in part one where it's like, 
you can't really fault the guy. He didn't know where he was headed. If he was drinking or not doing whatever, it's like his performance and his happiness shines through. Exactly. Like there's something there. Like he's, he's loving the filming of this movie. You can tell like he's just a pig and shit here. But I also couldn't pick him because it's just, it's so split. So I kind of went with a standby here. I don't want to call him a standby. I want to give him more credit. And the reason I picked this guy, Dave England, is mm. because every time he showed up here, it wasn't much. He was just popping in here yeah. and there. But every time he did, I was always laughing. Like when he has the uh, interaction there with the tribe, um, you know, and he's getting a knife in his face and then they let him go. And he's just like, he's PTS Dave. Maybe that's where it started. I don't know. But like. There's that and then like the random shitting and just anytime he's on screen talking, he's just got these funny anecdotes. So he really, he, he is the most JPEG, the guy that shit a bunch in the episode. Surprise, yeah, surprise I was going to say, you guys, I've seen a lot of shit in my days, but I ain't ever seen anything like that uh, mutant ooze that came out of his ass onto that spittoon table. That was some no, shit. Right I, I like that. Dave, Dave, I think does have the, the in terms of time on screen the most laughs per time on screen he's 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 potent in this one the only reason i didn't is because uh chris gave him the lvp in the first episode and i thought that would be tough to do um we're gonna go lvps now um yeah well speak speaking about time on screen yeah my lvp okay has to do with somebody that it's not really a fault of their own they just maybe they made most of their material went into the main movie but where was Steve Owen the entire 2.5? Yeah. Like he, he had his little bit with the Akamangas or whatever the hell those guys' names <laughs> were. Yeah, no, the Akamangas, yep. Um, that's really, other than laughing in the sidelines, like he really had nothing much in this whatsoever. So, that's you know, fair. it's not knocked to him. I just, he really didn't have anything in this. Everybody else that I could think of of the main cast had some big moments. So, yeah. yeah, Yeah, I guess almost like, yeah, maybe all of his best stuff went into Jackass 2. I I still found when Steve-O was on it, his reactions really made me laugh. Um, um, so I, I don't know if I would go as far as to call him the LVP, but but that's fair. Uh, I think my LVP, I'm going to echo what I said in episode one of of the, the 2.5 breakdown. My LVP for 2.5 is, is Johnny Knoxville. And there's a couple reasons for that. I think he's reached a point in Jackass 2.5 where his confidence is too much. He's so full of himself that he that it comes through as like like a better than in some ways. Like when he's doing the interviews and he's like doing all these looks to the camera in this like really self-fulfilling way that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't really like him in the in that weird Russian uh, dominatrix thing. I I I didn't think he salvaged it. I thought he kind of made it drag a little bit. Um and then in every time he showed up, I was just kind of like, meh, take it or leave it. Didn't love the intro. Didn't love the outro. A lot of his time on screen was spent like, man, I really would have liked a little bit more out of him for this. Granted, most of his best stuff is used in, in Jackass 2. So for similar reasons, it's not completely in his control. But yeah, J- Johnny Knoxville is my LVP. I wouldn't have seen that coming. That's an interesting pick. For yeah. Real. Like, I just didn't see that coming. But yeah, no, I, I know you're a big fan of Johnny, so... There must have been something off. And I, you know, he's, he's few and far between here, but yeah, maybe there's something there. What about, um, uh, what about yours, Jay? Well, I think I'm going to have to go with, uh, I'm going to go with the Agoris for not returning my calls. <laughs> <For> not- <laughs> I, I just want to hang out with you guys. That's it. Let's see what it's like. 
maybe we could bite each other for a bit. You know, I nibble on your shoulder, you nibble on my elbow. <laughs> They're going to yeah, do more than you. nibble. They're going to do more than nibble. Guys, do you mind if I throw out some questions and oh, comments yes, from the? From oh the shit! I, I I forgot though. There was a bonus um, LVP. Oh. Uh, Mikey's dignity. Thank you. Mm. I'm done. Yeah, that's uh, that is a big loser. That's that's been missing for quite a while. If anyone finds it, please let me know. Um, no, I meant because of the sex. Because of the uh, that's basically we, the day it went missing. We, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we had right. Because we oh. had sex. Well, oh. you really have to lose your dignity to have sex with you, Jay. So this all tracks. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what uh, I was getting at. Yeah. So I want to uh, I want to mention uh, uh, a couple comments here. Someone in the Discord. I don't know full names. I don't know if they want me to read their full names, so I probably won't. But Rosie brought up an interesting point here, and I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts on it. Uh, she mm-hmm. says, or they say that uh, everyone was on their worst behavior for number two. This was at the end of one of the comments they left. Is do you think that's the everyone's on their worst behavior? First of all, to break that down, is it is it just because they were all pranking each other, or is it because they just weren't on set? Like. Was that a good thing? Was it a bad thing? Did you get the sense that this was peak worst behavior, jackass? I, I, I think I'm assuming, and that's also an assumption, which he's getting it at, is that two is when everybody was like the most drug and drunk fueled. Like that's everybody knows that's what happened with two, where like everybody right. was on drugs, everybody was boozing. There was nobody sober yet. Um, And to say that's their worst behavior, I get that sentiment, but... There's also a reason why Jackass number two is almost ununanimously rated the best Jackass feature of anything. I think it was good because we mentioned the other ones. They, It's at that point where it was fun until it wasn't fun anymore. Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. the last we could see where everybody was completely free. And and I'm not saying it's like you don't want to like shine light onto that. Like, hey, man, like go back to that because we missed that. It's just it was different. And this is something that will never happen again. And it's like every once in a while in culture and in life, I'm getting so serious with this question, but the reality is it's like, you know, in music, for example, it's like the right place, the right time, the right vibe. And I think that's what Jackass 2 represents to me. You know what I mean? Like this wouldn't Mm -hmm. have been the same if some of them were sober, some weren't. And it wouldn't be the same moving forward and forever if, if everybody was fucked up. It wouldn't be as fun to watch. We just got to see this beautiful moment that just happened organically that will never be able to happen again and i appreciate that for that true true and to, to be clear i don't think they were yeah. saying that uh that i don't think rosie was saying that uh uh sh- they disliked this i think it was more about the vibe on set uh right. and i just found that curious to say w- their worst behavior uh and, and kind of get your thoughts on it rosie was it the butt beat ass kite is that what did it for you is that <laughs> did they go too far with that one was the butt beat ass kite? It could have been it? the butt beat. I don't ass know. Kite. I fucking feel like Rosie likes the old lawnmower from time to time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you fucking post questions. You got oh fucking you put the butt the fucking oh. needle beads in, rip it out no, like yeah, a lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you fucking yeah. Thanks, Chris. That's yeah. I don't know. You ask questions on here, you're gonna have to deal with my answer. Sorry. That's true. That's true. Hey, hey, fuel me up, baby. <laughs> fuel me up. Um, uh, Boner Jams 03 said something I found kind of funny. Boner, Boner, Boner Jams, Jams 03. 03. Yeah, it's the best name in fucking Discord yeah. history, man. Shout best out, out to Boner Jams. Uh, uh, just in general, a comment about the podcast which I found funny. Wait a second, though. Wait, wait. Does 03 mean he's born in 2003? Maybe. Well, that's a lot older than fucking, or a lot younger. Yeah, anyways, whatever. That's, I mean, when you're 12 years old, fucking boner jams make a lot of sense. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Sorry. Uh, uh, he didn't say 13. He said 03, Chris. <laughs> that's still 19 years old. 
Oh, fuck, dude. I'm old, man. This is sad. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the, uh, Boner Jams 03 said... You're uh, legal. It's fine. Yeah. Excited for the 18-part series on the 24-hour takeover. We did have some people in the Discord asking whether or not we were going to do oh, the 24-hour takeover. Mm-hmm. That feels like a Patreon or like a Twitch stream thing if we ever get into it. it. But here's the issue. If we did that as an episode, it's not going to be 18 parts because it takes us three episodes to go through an hour's worth of content uh so it's going to be closer to what's 24 times 3 72 it's a college curriculum well it's 18 hours but it's mtv 18 hours you know how many commercials are involved and other shit like he's not gonna take that oh, long okay, okay. It'll, it'll, it'll take us a while it'll, it'll take, take us a while but there's i can't imagine there's like constant shit to talk about through that whole thing i mean you know I, I maybe they surprise me. I don't know. Well, yeah. we'll have to check it out one day. One, one day that that feels like a bucket list thing. That like maybe I when like we run out of though. everything else, we got to do the twenty four hour thing and just give it one last hurrah. Um, we'll keep con- uh, collecting questions. If you're on the Discord server, great. Hit me up with a DM. Oh, there's um, no more, Mikey. I you know what I want to save. I want to so save a couple fun. for for other I episodes. Know, do and, one more. Do one more. It's like Christmas. You know, at Christmas Eve, I always want to yeah. open so many cre- so many presents, and Mikey always saves them for the next day, like a. Okay, here's 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 one that I'll here's here's one that I'll read. Uh uh this is a comment and I'm going to say this but this is not to slam the person who said it cuz I I I said if you have any criticism I'd love to hear it. I want to get better at it. And one person said, I won't read their name because I don't know if they'd want me to. Um I find the discussions interesting but the constant negativity and insulting of each other uh, comes off Uh-oh. as mean spirited and makes it difficult to listen to. I appreciate the efforts made, but it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not laughing at you. I like. No, I think I'm we're 100 laughing at that. Whoever said that? Because man. you're right. That's Yo. the thing. <laughs> no, we, we are definitely we are mean to each other. But that yeah. is kind of that's jackass that's part a little of the bit, gimmick. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, honestly, this is from Chris. This is Chris here speaking. Honestly, okay. If you have a problem with that, you need to. Hopefully get bullied a little bit because you're obviously way too sensitive. <laughs> oh, Chris. And I got there no time for again. you. So if, if it's not for you, it's not for you. And I'm not for you either. So grow up. You didn't even have a couple beers or anything. That's mm-hmm. like you're kind of like when you're at a party. And that like, triggered you know, me. That triggered Uncle, me. That's Uncle George is bullshit triggers me. Too many. Chris, you realize what? the ir- irony of you calling someone sensitive when you can't take that criticism and you it like riles you up like that? That means you're sensitive. <laughs> Maybe I'm playing into the role. I don't think that's true, Chris. I can see your face turning red. The comment here, though, was very respectfully written, and I want to say I appreciate that. You didn't, you know, bash us or anything. You said it's not for me. I'm totally cool with that. You know what? And I get it. I think we decided when we wanted to do this podcast that that was fair game. So we're all cool with it. Don't feel like we have some animosity here. We totally don't. It was Nothing it was a like choice we made to kind of hit with the vibe of like pranking each other and and all that stuff. Uh, But legitimately, I do fucking hate you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I fucked you. That's and true. Go. That's true. Gently. Though. And if you if you want to make a bad comment about us, I'm gonna talk shit. So <laughs> that's, that's yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna point a fig, finger, if you do a nice league. comment, man, I'll be so nice to you, like good old yeah. Jimmy Greco, a great <laughs> like the, you know, a great listener over there, solid guy. He likes snakes. <laughs> I don't. I get along with the guy. You want to start criticizing? True. Cool. Have some fun. Yeah. It goes we're, two ways. The thing is, we're all we're all we're all good. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just kidding around. I'm playing a role. That's what we do. If you're going to point the finger at the issue, though, then we're probably just going to pick the scab and make it worse. So <laughs> just a That's heads fair. up. That's yeah. fair. But hey, we're having fun. 
We are. And uh, we don't know necessarily what our next episode is going to be. We got Mm. a little bit ahead of our recordings to allow for some vacation time, which is fantastic. Uh, Once we do have a better sense of what the next episode is going to be, I'm thinking, boys, that maybe we go back and do the gumball rally from uh, season three because we left that one off. And that may be a good one to go to. But we can discuss that later. So stay tuned. Either that or Viva La Bam, I think, because we got a lot of a lot of positivity from Viva La Bam. Yeah, people do love Bam. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, we'll discuss. We'll, we'll if you guys have out. any comments, leave them. Let us know. Yeah, you can. Uh, as as Jay here for me, <laughs> as Jay usually <laughs> says, you can send those to us at uh, JackassPod on all our socials, including TikTok now mm. or JackassPod at gmail dot com, and we will uh, read your questions on the air, read your comments. We'll throw them into random episodes, so keep them coming. Yeah, and uh, please don't forget to mention. If there's something else that offends you on this show, please let us know <laughs> what that might be. Do so not ask it, for it because they will give it to you. So we can yeah. address it for you. They're probably just bots anyways. In a respectful manner. Yes. It's hard to shut the door on this one because I don't want to say goodbye to Jackass, but we're all out of shit to talk about. And you know, it's just like, it's getting to me now and I'm thinking about it and it's here. We're right at the doorstep and I just, I don't want to shut the door. You, you know, upset I Jay. I don't want to let it go. Jay, I'll come oh. over and keep you company. I said there was going to be a part four. You can fuck me this time if you want. <laughs> if you want this time. <sighs> Until next time. Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackassed. Shazam. 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 We're going know, out man. on a Shazam. I, I this can't time. not do right. finger guns every time we intro or outro. I you're just like can't. fucking it's... Ricky Bobby. You're like, what do you do with your your hands? Just start floating up in the middle of our recordings. <laughs> I can't help it, man. The finger guns are the best guns. We'll see you guys next week. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!